to the Bean Ninjas podcast, where you get an all-access pass to see what happens behind the closed doors of a fast-growing global bookkeeping and financial reporting business. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the benefits of learning how to set up zero effectively and how that can help to grow your small business. So if you run an online business and you want to get a better handle on your finances, then this episode will be helpful to you. I'm going to be sharing my perspective as an accountant, but also my perspective as a small business owner on the importance of financial literacy. In the episode today, you'll be hearing from two of our course students, so Natalie and Mel, two students that have completed the Bean Ninjas How to Do Bookkeeping course in Zero. So they're going to be sharing a little bit about their individual journey with their businesses and also their journey in building their financial literacy skills. Here's Natalie sharing a bit about her business. So my name is Natalie Alimo and I'm a digital strategist and marketing coach. And I've been working with myself since 2008, creating courses and coaching women on how to get more from their marketing. Basically, I started using Facebook in 2007 to market. At the time, we had a family printing business and our customers just started asking me what I was doing. So I was then invited to speak at a conference in KL and that was really the beginning of my business. So within a few weeks, I had sold out a face-to-face workshop And the rest is history. Over the years, the business has evolved, as of course have I, and obviously the market as well. And now I love creating bespoke marketing strategies for women who are ready to trash the should-dos and tap into what they want to out of marketing their business. And now here's Mel talking about her business. Basically, Loyalist is a business I started back in 2014. It's my second business, um, but the first in the digital marketing, content marketing space. Essentially, what do we do? We help businesses get and keep more customers or clients. And uh, even though we started back in 2014, these days, the last few years, we've been solely focused on professional services. So we work with accounting firms, law firms, a lot of law firms, engineering and architectural firms, and we essentially help them learn how to leverage their already good reputation and scale it further so they're more prominent in the market and get more of the get more of the market share essentially. Let's chat about some of the challenges that business owners face when it comes to their business finances. In my experience in working with many small businesses over the last 10 years, they can typically be boiled down to two main things. The first is not having accurate records and therefore not being able to rely on the business numbers and I hear comments like, I'm not sure whether the profit figure in zero is right, or I've got my profit and loss statement for June, but actually it's actually now November. And the issue here is related to not having a financial system that is working for the business owner. The other component of this is someone that does have accurate records, but they don't have the confidence or the skills to make data-driven decisions. So I'll just recap that. The two scenarios are one, that there's not accurate records and therefore we can't even attempt to make good decisions. And the second is that there are accurate records, but the business owner doesn't have the confidence or doesn't have the skills to use that information to make good decisions. So in the second case, where there are accurate records, but not the financial literacy skills, this is where I hear comments like, I'm not really a numbers person or my bookkeeper sends me reports every month, but I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to be looking at in the reports. And 
this is a financial literacy skills or a know your numbers skill issue. Next up, we've got Natalie here sharing how she was feeling about her business finances before doing the Be Ninja Zero training. So before I started the course, my feelings about business finances, honestly, I had my head in the sand about the financial side of our business for years. It wasn't great. I'm awesome at the marketing side. I love counting sales, but not so good at the tracking of the expenses and the cash flows. And to be honest, I had really not a lot of idea what was going on. And now we're going to hear from Mel on the same topic. You and I have talked about this before, um, but my answer is not bad, but not great at all. So I tell the story more recently, just this year, because of my newfound finances focus that somewhere back in high school when I was doing accounting and business principles, accounting at least, I must have lost step in the process and for some reason ended up losing momentum in terms of understanding some of those fundamentals there. And so I ended up, I guess, putting myself into the category of being not a numbers person, more of a literacy-focused person because I had so much success there and didn't seem to have any gaps in understanding. So that really shaped, I think, who I am, as, as, or as a young adult at least, in the early business. And while I was always aware of the number, we wasn't over things enough. And so it didn't really, you know, be, it wasn't catastrophic for me, but it was definitely not helpful in terms of projecting things into the future. So not confident, not clear, not sure about where things were necessarily headed from a strategy perspective um, with any sort of certainty. Perhaps you can relate to some of these situations. I think it's important here to not feel like you're alone. So if you're experiencing any of these common challenges, then here's what I typically recommend to small business owners to feel like you're taking control when it comes to business finances. Number one, get started with zero. Using a professional cloud accounting tool as opposed to a spreadsheet really helps with this. Number two, make sure that you're getting paid. Make sure your customers are paying you and that you've got a process around how to do this. Number three, pay your bills and expenses regularly. This helps with relationships with your suppliers, but also if you're on top of bills and expenses and money that's coming out of the business, then you're like more likely to have a better handle on cash flow. Number four is do your books regularly. The example I gave earlier was looking at your June figures in November, and that's far too late. You really want to be looking at those numbers soon after the end of the month. So if the month of June had just passed, then in early July, you'd want to be having a look at the reports, the financial statements for that month. Having a bookkeeping timetable and knowing who needs to do what by when in order to get those reports out soon after the end of the, each month really helps with that. And then number five is ongoing improvement. Running your finances, your business finances, is just like any other area of your business. And you might not have it running perfectly from day one. And I like to take an approach of incremental improvement with finances as I do with other parts of business. And I, again, address what's going to have and implement what's going to have the biggest impact early on and get this system set up. But then it's not a set and forget kind of things. There's a lot of smaller areas or smaller changes and improvements that you can make over time. For example, you might get started with zero and then down the track, you might look at something, another time-consuming part of bookkeeping and look to bring in another zero add-on to help automate that. Or you might decide 
yep, the reports you're getting, they're pretty good, but now you want to drill down and get some more detailed reporting and start looking at ratios. And you can't do that if you haven't got the foundations, right? And that's where I recommend doing that first and then looking to gradually improve both how you're doing things and also your knowledge around your own business finances. The five points that I went through there are the steps that we take students through as part of the course. And there are some other components of the course as well. And we found that when these steps are implemented and students do the work, then it really does achieve great results. Next, we've got Natalie talking about what happened in her business as a result of taking these steps. It wasn't and then until I found um, Bean Ninja. I think I started on the, the free challenge and reading your blogs. And then we did the course and that's really when I started to get some involvement in that side of the business. Since then, we've set up zero. We're up to date with our BAS. We have a GST saving account, a cash flow forecast, and we are working on getting regular bookkeeping systems in place. So I'm in business with my mum and we've both got a better snapshot of really the financial side of the business, not just the stuff that we excel at with the marketing side. I love the school holidays example, Natalie. The fact that you had moved to zero, which enabled you to see who you owed money to, and then also you put time into creating the cash flow forecast so you could project into the future, project six months ahead and see what was coming up for the business. And doing that, it gave you the knowledge and the confidence that it was okay to take time off over the school holidays during the Christmas period, knowing that cash flow was going to be fine. I love that example. And now here's what Mel experienced. Right. So I never understood the concept of accountants or people who are really over their numbers when they would say that numbers can be sexy. <laughs> I sort of shudder a little bit and go, no, not even, not even a little bit. But um, I do remember saying to you after I'd finished the course, I totally get it now. Like I get it. I'm excited and I can see the opportunity. So I think that's the biggest thing. And from there, I guess it further solidified what I had thought I would be wanting to do this year was to go, okay, I really want to become, I am going to become a numbers person. And so that really, yeah, solidified that for me. So yeah, it looks good. The next 12, three, four months are looking good. And that um, there's definitely that clarity in play that, that wasn't really there beforehand. Thanks for sharing that, Mel. And it makes me really happy when I hear business owners who are actually enjoying their numbers I enjoy numbers, but and that's probably why I went into accounting. And I know that a lot of business owners don't and actually have some blocks around digging into accounting and finances. So when I hear that someone's actually finding it fun or exciting, that makes me feel really happy. So why did we create the How to Do Your Bookkeeping Zero course? So it really comes back to helping business owners like Mel and Natalie achieve results like that. Then it also ties in with our bigger Bean Ninja's mission and big, hairy, audacious goal. So our big, hairy, audacious goal now is to educate and support 10,000 entrepreneurs to know their numbers and make data-driven decisions in order to achieve true freedom. So a course like this provides other benefits too. And here is Natalie sharing some of the other benefits that she got out of the course. The biggest thing that we got from the course, I would say, is really the confidence to move to zero. So we had an old, outdated, computer-based version of MyOb, and it was so old, like it was on my mum's 
two or three computers ago from the ones that she was currently using, which basically meant it worked in a silo by itself. Now we have a zero file that's 100% set up and we can really quickly, and it's really easy to use. Like I think people think that accounting software can be complicated, but we can quickly see who owes us money, money that we owe, and really completing the bazers and bank recs, like a simple once you of course know how. So just having that snapshot has probably been the biggest thing. Plus some of the other things I mentioned, like we've made a point of putting GST and PAYG tax in a separate account. We've done our cash flows, a forecast for, you know, six months or so, and really just making sure that we're staying on top of it so that we do keep that solid snapshot of what we're doing financially in the business. And now here's Mel. So I find myself going back to sections of the course as I discover that I've got a gap in understanding or, for instance, I'm still getting probably into the routine and the habit of running particular reports. And so for me, it's actually the ability to go back and revisit those sections and to be able to draw the knowledge that I need to sort of fill those gaps and then to be able to move forward. So I'd say that's the, the biggest piece of gold for me now. And I think also to knowing that everything's up to date. So there's not these big long periods of time now that we, we have things uh, in the back end of zero looking a little bit busy, let's say, <laughs> and busy. Um, and so now, you know, things are up to date, it's clearer and, and, and we're getting paid on time because everything's organised. We've got the schedule in play. I think that was the biggest thing is having the bookkeeper's timetable in play so that those things are being crossed off daily, weekly, fortnightly, monthly. It's really good. I wanted to quickly touch on what my experience with life as a facilitator for the program. We've run the program three times now. We ran that during 2019. and. I had the opportunity to learn as well as a facilitator. We had regular group calls each time we ran the program. It was really interesting seeing the questions that came through, seeing some of the themes which I've talked about already around confidence and also the benefits of learning with learning alongside other business owners at similar stage. And I enjoyed getting those questions and, and some of them were similar, but there were always some unique questions as well in each of the cohorts, which I then used to, to go back and improve the course content. And for me, the, the thing that I enjoyed the most was just seeing the confidence that was built around the business owners feeling like they were becoming numbers people and actually starting to enjoy the finances rather than it being something that they were putting their head in the sand about. We also asked Natalie and Mel why they would recommend the course, and here's what they had to say. So first up, here's Natalie. Definitely. I think that when we start a business or when we get into business for ourselves, the fun stuff is the social media setup and, you know, branding and what colours are we going to have and, you know, should I do Facebook Lives or should I do Instagram? But the lifeblood of your business, apart from obviously getting clients, and I've spoken to a lot of people about they're really good at getting the money and they're not so good at keeping the money, is that if we don't have, if we don't track our financial side, it's really easy for it to slip away from us and you can potentially market yourself out of a profit or out of a business. And I think in terms of even business and life, money is a it's something that we all need and it's part, it's, you know, it can cause 
issues in, in businesses and relationships and all of those things. So by having an understanding of how it all works, which what the course teaches you to do and putting those simple systems in place, it just makes the rest of what you're doing a lot easier. It allows you to make better informed decisions. It allows you to have a better relationship with business partners or in your personal relationship because you're not stressing about that constant stuff as well. And now here's Mel. Yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest thing for me is being past tense, non-numbers person was the detail and the explanation. So all of the tutorials are really clear. And if there are any words that come up or phrases or I guess even um, sections of content that come up that are referred to, everything's really clearly referred back to. So terms are broken down and being directed back where to find other pieces of information in more detail throughout is definitely helpful. Great. It's a big difference, I think, because, you know, I don't, I don't think that there would be an awful lot of material out there that's talking at the level of, I guess, the everyday non-accountant person. And this, uh, this course definitely does that. Well, thanks so much, ladies. It was really fun working with both of you, as well as all of the other students. So if you see yourself in any of these stories, or if you're somebody who is looking for a plan to take control of your finances and make better business decisions, then I'd like to invite you to become part of the new and improved How to Do Bookkeeping in Zero program. And our next enrollment intake closes on the 16th of March. We'd love to help you overcome the challenges with small business finances. And who knows, maybe you'll be the next case study or success story on a future podcast episode. So if you're ready to implement your Zero system with the support of an experienced accounting mentor and alongside other like-minded business owners, then head over to bninjas.com forward slash course and there you can find out more information about the course and you can also enroll from that page as well. Mm-hmm.